Welcome to Orion Valley. Hello, I'm Josh Wall, and frankly, I love movies. Welcome back to the Best of the Worst segment, where I and a special guest discuss guilty pleasure movies and what makes them so bad, but also so good. Today we prove that sometimes the third installment might just be the best, while also be the worst in a franchise. I'm joined by my special guest, Matt Simmons, to talk about the red and blue filled 3D treasure trove that is Spy Kids 3, Game Over. Welcome back, Matt. I'm glad to be back, Josh. <laughs> this is by far my most want. I've wanted to do this episode for a very long time. I've dreamed of doing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long time coming. When I first started this podcast, I was like, I have to do an episode. And ever since we started the best of the worst, it was like this was the one that we needed to do. Yeah, because when we did the happening. The other one we had up in the air was we could do Spy Kids 3 also, but at that time, I had just recently like gotten into Loving the Happening, so I said, well, let's do that one, and Spy Kids 3D can wait for another day. Yeah, but today, we were feeling like we it was time, and I like bringing this segment back every once in a while, and this movie is easily... It's probably my number one biggest guilty pleasure movie of all time. It's It's definitely up there for me as well. Yeah. I it's like I mean and I love Shark Boy and Lava Girl too. I honestly do. I put them together. Yeah, they, they go well together. For sure. I mean both Robert Rodriguez and they're just they're in such CGI insane... green screen filled wow yeah. movies, you know. So I think we should first talk about our resurgence for this movie because I saw this movie in theaters when it came out when I, I was I did as well, yeah. I was five. It was for my brother's birthday, I remember, because it came out the same weekend and I was so excited. I was like, 3D, yeah, and Spy Kids, a huge Spy Kids fan, because the first two, I think, are legitimately good movies. I would agree, yeah. And I was like, yeah, we got to go. And so I remember we a whole bunch of us went, and this is another one of those movies where I remember watching it as a kid, and I watched it over and over again with my parent, with my mom and my brother, and it's one of those things where I'm watching, and I'm like, I'm sorry that you had to sit through it. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I saw this in the theater with my parents, and to this day, my dad's like, "Why did we have to go see that? Yeah. Like, what did you drag me to?" And I'm like, "I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but uh, my uh, five year old mind was enamored by the 3D because this was at a time when like 3D wasn't like immersive 3D, like we see in Gravity, Life of Pi, like stuff like that. It was the kind of 3D I was just like, "Ooh, look at this thing pop out!" Yeah. And wow, exactly. Because I remember the big thing. I was in nursery school. I remember the big thing in the trailer was they showed people in a theater watching it and Carmen's yeah. hand comes out so I would do that all the time and people with would like, like her weird Freddy Krueger claw for yeah. no reason like the Hellboy hand yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but recently I think it was our senior year of high school I remember you said to me that you were tell us how you rewatched right this. right right so obviously yeah I loved the movie as a kid I'd seen it a couple of times because when you rented it from the old video king uh, it would come with 3D glasses, which was mind-blowing to my, you know, young mind. Um, but I hadn't thought about the movie for quite a while. And then one night, I was with my girlfriend, Heather, and we were at her house. And she's like, oh, look through the DVR for what you want to watch. Like, we have a bunch of movies recorded. And I saw Spy Kids 3D, and I said, Heather, we got to watch Spy Kids 3D. And she, you know, adamantly refused. She said her brother watched it, like, way too much as a kid and she said like she never wanted to watch it again and i was like all right okay and then eventually she fell asleep on the couch 
and that's when I made my move, and I sat through alone <laughs> all of Spy Kids 3D, and I just forgot how amazing that movie is from like a, a you know a guilty pleasure perspective, and I, I fell in love once again with that movie. Yeah, I remember because I remember the big thing you saying to me was like you forgot how funny it was when they said somebody ring somebody the- ring the dinkster, <laughs> and I just could not believe Bill Paxton said that line yeah. in that movie. I was just like. Can you even imagine, like, you think you have credibility as an actor, and then you're asked to do something like that? Like, yeah. Well, and then I was like, well, I haven't watched that movie in so long. I, I got to rewatch it. And I remember, I think it was literally a week later, I was we were over at Heather's house, and we watched it all yeah, the way through. We watched and I was like, again. yeah, this movie's incredible. It <laughs> sure is. It may be the best movie ever made. It just uh, <laughs> It's up there. <laughs> Heather's brother would have you think that. I always say the best movies of all time are like Spy Kids 3, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, The Godfather, everything else. Yeah. <laughs> I think you tweeted that at one point. I did, I yeah. definitely gave that a favorite. <laughs> this is... Okay, what is it about this movie, though, do you think... Because we, we got it... I mean, we've talked about guilty pleasures on we this have. show extensively and what this and weird phenomenon they really are. And what is it about this movie that you think, at least for from your perspective, keeps drawing you back to it? Because I keep coming back to this movie and I know it's a bad movie but there's yeah, so much like to enjoy i think the strangest thing about this movie is that it's not a spy kids movie it's just not the first two genuinely have like elements of spy thrillers this one is a a, a transported to another world video game movie it has nothing to do with spying it's it's so strange and i think just the weirdness of it is what brings me back the fact like I, I don't know that Stallone is talking with himself and then George Clooney's the president and I don't know it's such a bizarre movie absolutely and there's just it's so quotable and there's just I don't know every time I go back it's like wait what this is happening this is in this movie well, it was like when I rewatched when we did the cat in the hat on this show I remember I was rewatching it and the rave scene comes up right. and I was like they did this is happening this and is Paris Hilton's in there and you're yeah. confused out your mind yeah but, this movie it's so strange from like so many different perspectives yeah I, I don't know what to make of it except love it <laughs> I, I can't help because and like I said this is not a good movie this is a really dumb movie yeah but it's just I don't know because it was in this really weird yeah time where people were experimenting more and more with CGI and 3D but it was the it was the red and blue 3D before right. the real the, 3D. The corny 3D before yeah. people knew how And to it was use just it. a gimmick. And even then, the CGI in this movie, like, it blows my mind just because, like, there were so many great advancements of CGI in the 90s, like, with Jurassic Park. Sure. But, like, and then you get this movie, and it's like, did they just make this? It was just like they had to have just made it in, like, six weeks. Well, yeah, that's the thing about Robert Rodriguez's movies, is he. And this one, too. Uh, he directed, produced, wrote, did the cinematography for, edited, and made the music for it. Like, he does everything, which is how he keeps the, the budget for these movies so low. It's because he does everything. He just does everything. Yeah, exactly. And it just, yeah. It's and it's, it's a gimmick movie. Like, that's oh, just, for sure, that's, yeah. That's the selling point. That's what makes this movie. I mean, this movie has a good proof of concept because the other two Spy Kids movies were well-received. And, like, the first one legitimately has like a really good IMDb score. Yeah, like and it's I in, think I'm it's it's an agreeing sure. on Metacritic. Like people like the first one. I'm pretty um, sure it's in like I, the I, 90s. I would even say like my dad says he likes the first one cuz it's like a sweet family movie. It's got those spy elements cuz I was obsessed with spy stuff when I was younger. I'd get all the gadgets. And and one has that and two has that and and three doesn't. <laughs> the first one has 
It's yeah, that's very true. The first one has a ninety-two percent, and the second one has a seventy-five percent. What about uh? And on Metacritic, <laughs> uh, what does three have? Yeah, probably probably not. That Let's high. talk. We'll talk about three in in just a second. I want to see the Metacritic scores for the sure, other sure. two. All right, the first one has a seventy-one on Metacritic, and the second one has a sixty-six. So yeah, they're both in the green, both yeah, fairly both well received, fairly well received, and then the third one has a 57 on metacritic not honestly that bad yeah that's higher than i was expecting it to and then on the and then on rotten tomatoes as a 45 percent also higher a little more sense but yeah it's surprising a little bit higher than i was expecting it to be yeah um yeah critics might have just been generous with it if they liked the first two and maybe you know i think when you're a critic rating a kid's movie you don't you don't want to be as harsh because it's a kid's movie they're the target audience so like you know bashing a movie like that is just what are you doing you know yeah exactly but like i don't know i mean you want kids movies to try hard to do like because i think like we've said the first two did try and do something that was kind of new and play off of those like kind of cliches in the spy thriller franchise right, and they yeah. have those fun and the elements of family especially in the second one i think the second one is probably my favorite in terms of like actual like well-made movies because i think that the second one has a lot with family and it has like junie kind of going off on his own and finding things like that and it has some like elements in there i'm like all right you know what they actually really really tried and then this i don't know it's just like let's just slap a spy kids name on on this weird video game strange i don't know what to make of this movie was this one also like when computer games and like kind of more open world games were becoming more and more popular yeah probably because I like i mean warcraft I and like league of legends yeah, War- not league of legends but like um what was the one like city of heroes Starcraft, people were yeah. playing a lot um mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of different i mean diablo uh you know, diablo there, yeah there's a lot of different games that people were yeah so they clearly had to cash in on that like yeah and- they were, yeah they were trying to get all the people like well clearly yeah the 3d was the main selling point but the video game aspect was obviously going to draw on kids too and hopefully teenagers they were probably thinking as well um yeah <laughs> yeah and obviously i mean in terms i don't know what came before this in terms of 3d what the big advancements were. i just know that yeah. jaws 3 did the same thing it was in 3d right? yeah, and they okay. had the red and blue kind uh-huh. of things i don't know like this was the first big three. This was the first 3D movie I ever saw. For me, pretty as well, sure. I'm sure about that. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I'm not sure what came before. But I mean, it was just in this weird time. Yeah, for movies. It was. It was clearly so new because in the movie they have to tell you to put your glasses on. Because obviously, if you're looking at scenes that are in 3D with the red blue, it kind of makes them look all wonky. And so they had in the movie like glasses on, and like the characters would wear them. And it was so weird. Yeah. Like, what a time capsule of like how we didn't understand what 3D was yet. Absolutely. And also, let's talk about Robert Rodriguez really quick, because he has one of the most varying film careers. He definitely does out of anyone I've ever like ever encountered. Uh, so he has some really good movies. Yeah. So he's got, um, from Dust Till Dawn, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, and Desperado. Desperado right, so the, is the mariachi really... trilogy. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. yeah. Desperado is the only one of those I've seen, and it's actually really good. Like it's yeah, fun people, people and like really those yeah. And I've heard from Dust Till Dawn is great, and he did Sin City. Yes, and um, that he did the Grindhouse thing with right. Um, Planet Terror was uh, Planet Terror was his, his contribution, but he yeah. also did. Uh, Machete, <laughs> did Machete. He did 
all of the Spy Kids movies. Even the fourth one. Even the fourth one. The fourth one. one feels like even he wouldn't have directed that, but no, he did. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I can't say I've ever seen it. I've seen it. It's bad. Uh, yeah, it looks. I've awful. seen. I, I watched it at Heather's house. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. It was bad. It was yeah, really, really bad. Sharkboy and Lava Girl, which mm-hmm. was literally based on his son's dreams. Yeah, we'll do uh, a Sharkboy and Lava Girl episode at yeah. some point. We can't not talk about it. Um, but it, it's all over the place. So, like in the '90s, he was really, really good. Yeah, uh-huh. and then he has like this, and now he's got what's that? The Oh, Alita, Alita Battle Angel. Alita Battle Angel looks movie coming out, weird. which just looks really, really weird, and it, it's co-written by James Cameron. And oh, is it? I didn't it know is. that. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. So he's just all over the place. He seems like a cool guy, but like I don't know where. Like he's like, I'm gonna do Spy Kids. Like that's my next thing. And yeah. then. I respect his do-it-yourself nature and that, as we've mentioned, he does everything for his movies. Like, even the music. That's the one I always can't get over that he does music, too. Like, that's just really funny to me. Yeah, but, I mean, I definitely have to give him credit for doing that. For, for sure. sure. Yeah, it's I mean, tough. Not, most directors don't edit and do the cinematography for their movies, so I think it's quite bold of him, too. Yeah. So, this movie came out in 2003, classified as a spy adventure comedy film. Uh on wikipedia would you agree with well as i've said i don't truly it's believe a it's a spy kids movie, movie. it's a, there's really yeah, there's no spy there's no well the very beginning he's not even a spy he's more of like a private investigator at the beginning um but there's not really any spying there's no gadgets like in the other movies there, it's just yeah no uh, no <laughs> adventure it's, i guess sure it's comedy would, yeah it's pretty funny, it's pretty funny. <laughs> whether it's trying to be or not i yeah. couldn't tell you yeah and came out July 25th, 2003 stars, a cavalcade of people. We got Antonio Banderas, uh, Carlo Gugino, um, Alec- Alexa Vega, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Here's- Mofo Stallone. Mike- oh my God. Mike Judge. Uh, yeah, Mike Judge is the weirdest. Cheech. Yeah, Cheech, Cheech Marin. Yeah. Yep. Um, so many Ricardo people. Ricardo Montalban. Mm-hmm. Yep. Khan, you know. Oh my God. There's so. And then, so this movie came out. And then it was an, It was almost a decade later. It was eight years later until we got Spy Kids Four, the most awaited sequel. Yeah, that's so us. weird that he came back to it. and It was a completely new cast. Like he was trying to almost like reboot the Spy Kids movies, but it didn't work. Because whereas three was bad, but like you could look at it and be like, this was something. Four is just genuinely like I assume I haven't seen it, but just genuinely like terrible. It is. Yeah. It really is. It was. Yeah. It's more like Super Babies Three. That's what that movie uh, kind of. It has a talking of. dog, doesn't it? Yeah. Ricky Gervais. Oh my yeah. god. He's the only part of that movie that's like, okay, fine, whatever. But like, okay, so yeah, movie got a fair amount of like kind of mixed reviews, at a budget of thirty-eight million dollars. Okay. And then it made almost two hundred million dollars. All right. I so, mean, yeah, it's mean, good. It's surprising. Good. I mean, clearly, I, I remember there's a big our audience with kids wanted well they already enjoyed the first two movies and then mm-hmm. wanted to see a third one yeah for sure and there's yeah there's a lot i mean it makes sense like i, I totally get why it was like why it made that much money and like and it has there's the market you know there's a market for it but yeah it received fairly mixed reviews um roger ebert gave the film one and a half stars out of four suggesting that and this is from wikipedia suggesting that perhaps rodriguez was held back by the film's technical constraints he also admitted to showing disdain for the 3d gimmick saying that the picture quality with the 3d glasses is more murky and washed out than the crisper and even more colorful 2d films i mean he's not wrong about any of that so i I can't fault him the the movie is uh 
not that great. <laughs> and, and yeah, and as as we mentioned, it was still when yeah the red blue. 3d and it was gimmicky and so it did it, it did just kind of take you out of the movie it didn't really immerse you here's here's my favorite review for this movie it's from uh nick uh lasalle i think it's or nick lasale from the san francisco chronicle he says he noted primarily his main notes were on cameron carmen's absence for much of the film and criticized the plot's repeated scenes of Junie attempting over and over again to reach level five which we'll talk about oh, we'll talk about getting my, to level my, five. My, my favorite thing about that is that he one of his main things we just talked about carmen's absence for much of the film i know he's talking about it from a story perspective that that's like the main goal to get carmen and she's not but i can just totally picture him being the biggest carmen fan in the world yeah, like, he's just carmen? Of, where is she <laughs> what i came this? to this movie for carmen not Junie. <laughs> Junie, like the biggest Spy Kids fan in the world. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then, uh, in terms of awards, it was <laughs> Sylvester know, Stallone I, won I the say, Razzie Award he picked for up the worst Razzie. supporting actor for his role in this film. Because he very, has very multiple roles. Well, does yes. Oh yeah, it, uh, very, very well deserved. I agree. Yeah, he he does some over the top hammy just weird acting in this movie also i remember when i got the dvd for this movie when it came out around christmas time or something like that i remember it was two discs you had the 3d and then you had the regular and then on the 3d i remember you had to set it up right it is so such egregious process to setting up the 3d and i like i remember we spent like maybe 20 minutes on it like trying to figure out really, like yeah. how to get it to work yeah because again nobody knew what this stuff was yet and so mm-hmm. being, yeah I, I distinctly remember getting it from like video king and watching it with because it came with the 3d glasses <laughs> like oh my goodness yeah and i still have those 3d glasses those nice. cool like i don't know metallic looking cardboard right. yeah, bullshit yeah. <laughs> all right enough about all the technical and trivia stuff let's get into the plot oh yeah We got a good one. <laughs> um, here's the thing. We did not re-watch this movie before doing this episode because we have seen this movie so many times. Like, way we, too many times. We know it. Like, I know it front to back. Oh, yeah. Like, for I, sure. Oh, my God. My parents are ashamed how many times I've seen this movie. <laughs> they don't like to talk about me. I'm the black sheep because I, I've seen Spy Kids 3D too many times. That's Yeah. No, that's totally fair. So... First, to start off, I remember you get this this weird narration and storybook thing from Alan Cummings, who plays Floop in the first two movies, right? Saying like there was a you know little thumb thumb named J- the thumb. Bullshit. Yeah, the He's whole like, weird thumb stuff. Yeah, and it was so weird. He's like recounting everything like, that happened from Spy Kids two up till now, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Or like even like. Forming the gaps or something like that. He's saying, like, you know, he went off and, like, he, like, wanted to impress and just be, like, his spy thumb-thumb parents. And then, like, he he grew sad and he was exiled by his friends and nobody lived happily ever after. And it's like, why do we need this? Like, what's the... It isn't... It's just... It's not even, like, a really good bridging of the two films, really. Because Uh then you kind of find out more about, like him leaving and like doing all this stuff through the next couple scenes but it's also like just kind of something 
he just kind of he's just like wasn't that a marvelous story children and then he doesn't address it again and then he's just like today we're gonna it's gonna be in three dimensions yeah and that's when he like yeah they're talking about put your glasses on when you see characters do it and it's just like what like again this is how foreign 3d was that they had to have a scene that introduced the concept of putting your glasses on and stuff it was yeah. weird very very odd and so and so yeah, Alan Cummings goes and he's like, "Keep the glasses off before it's time." He's like, "I swear to God, yeah, like, if like, you put them on, I'm watching you." <laughs> and so we start off. We get this, uh, these random establishing shots of a dead water park with this like bluesy noir saxophone going classic, classic film noir, you know? Yeah. And so forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Like, <laughs> like you know that whole vibe. <laughs> so Junie's walking, and he's doing this really, really dumb voiceover, and he's like talking you know, about being a gumshoe. Yeah, and he, he steps, steps in, in gum. gum. Oh, well, now that's comedy. That's, yeah, that not a lot of kids are gonna get. I didn't get it. Oh, as a kid, as a kid, I actually I might have because I had the Carmen San Diego game, and in that movie, you're called the gumshoe by like the chief or whatever. Oh, okay. Like, Listen up, gumshoe. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, and so he. Oh, he meets, isn't it it's Selena, Selena Gomez? Gomez actually, as like a, she, I don't know, she's like eight years old, maybe. She's just standing she's in the middle young. of this water park, and and she, and they're just like, he's like, it's winter. They shut down the park during the winter, and she's like this like eight year old, like she looks like a widower in her. Yeah, life. She's, she looks like she, yeah, she's got one of those fancy widow, like a widow, yeah, yeah, like fur coats yeah, or she's, whatever. She's like, my husband died, and I gotta find out what happened to his water. Park. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> yeah, so she and the, she's like. Yeah, they shut down the park during the winter, and she's like, "Who's they? Like, <laughs> the people who really own this park? Like, like, it's a fucking conspir- conspiracy." I yeah, I don't know. There's yeah, there's clearly no background or anything after this about who this girl is and why she thinks she owns this park. But we'll just go with it. This dude must be a top detective. He's dealing with cases like this. Yeah, I mean, really hard hitting stuff. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so he's saying he's um. He's going through like all these various cases to like saving cats and trees to finding lost toys, and the toy that he picks up in that area, that weird like crowded area, is the giant robot that shows up at the end of the movie. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the big, with big claw, and sure. whatever, and it's the weird face. Yes, Stallone's face from, <laughs> yeah, from like Rocky. Fuel. It's that's yeah, oh, it's so creepy. And so I remember he gets a call from the from someone he's like the oss is looking for me look i'm no longer an agent i can't help you and then he grabs the phone and he's just like leave me alone yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like just terrible acting yeah. from uh what's his name daryl sabara Ah, oh, what a man oh may his career rest in peace yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so he has like very little money and he's like putting it in his um his like piggy bank because mm-hmm. he's talking about that's when it's introduced that there's this new video game that everyone's excited to buy um called game over uh-huh and so the thing is is uh he goes to buy the game and that's why he has like he's got his piggy bank and he's you know saving up for it and he goes to get in line and then there's like this fake news broadcast with sylvester stallone and his it- and he's wearing like a mustache even though as we later learn, he is the toy maker who's like this dastardly villain or whatever. And well, apparently, no is, one has seen him since. Yeah, uh, it doesn't make a lick of sense. Yeah, so it's like they haven't seen him in years, and he's, you know, he's hiding, and like now he's just it, now it's like he's right there. And now he's wearing How a, do you not a know weird that? fake yeah. mustache, and be like the toy maker made this. And it's like what? 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 Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, is like those who can. Comp- 
complete level five, get untold riches. It's like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Right. It's of, kind of, you know, oh, I was of, thinking, you know, it's also like Ready Player One or... Uh, Ready Player yeah. One is a direct ripoff of Spy yeah. History, which we <laughs> can talk about in a little bit. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's standing in line, and I remember um, he goes to... He's get he's in line he's waiting and then he looks over and there's like a charity or something and, and like I guess and he started to walking towards there like oh maybe I should spend my money there and then he found out about the riches and he's like fuck that and know? he tried to get back in line but suddenly there's a ton more people at the back of the line all they all have like the same piggy bank too yeah well, for whatever and then he drops it and all yeah. the money's and then this flying. one asshole literally he walked two steps. And yeah, this one and asshole's the, like, well, you get in the back of the line. And then he trips and he breaks the... And it's such a serious, like, moment because, it like, the camera slowly creeps in and the music's like... Yeah, yeah. And then the voiceover goes like, things were about to get worse. I was like, this is not that bad. Like, okay? Like, really? Um, So he goes back to his apartment in the treehouse. And right. um, we get to see his friend... Uh, the little sp- the spider guy fight uh-huh. the the um, little beetle guy yeah what's ralph ralph um and romero sent him like these like sh- uh these man-eating sharks um which is kind of cool just just to hear steve buscemi's voice in the movie right, still because yeah. he still is just like all right you, yeah yeah good, good. give me some more steve give Buscemi. me some more steve <laughs> i need more steve he's cool you know yeah he's, and he's not like i mean maybe he is phoning it in but he's just like i don't know he plays a good romero and just like a good nerdy guy yeah especially in the second one he's really good in the second one that's when um gertie that's her name mm-hmm. right yeah gertie shows emma, up emma, emily osment mm-hmm. yeah she, she she flies in with her hair <laughs> and yeah and she's just like she just comes in and she just sits down and she's just like What's what up? you doing? <laughs> and then he's like, "You want some hey, hot chocolate?" Hey, yeah, it's Mexican hot chocolate, or whatever. Mmm, yummy. And then he, she says the thing, and he hasn't. He's like, "I haven't seen Carmen since Christmas last year." It's like, "Where do you live, dude? Like, do you just live in this treehouse?" And he's, uh, and she goes, "Remember though, everyone's, everyone's your family. family." And it's like, yeah, oh. she shows up for no reason, then leaves, and then that's that. And it's like, yeah, it's a literally oh, one of those yeah. things where it's like, oh, we need dialogue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We got to put that in, and so then Junie gets a call from the president, played George brilliantly by George Clooney. Mofo Clooney. So good to see him. I don't know. I think he's got a really funny cameo. He's got the it's thing. So, he's got the yeah, thing got over the his eyes, and he, and he just it. puts it down. He physically moves, which yeah. is pretty funny. He's like, um, "Mr. President, oh, you can call me Devlin." <laughs> yeah, um, because yeah, he used to be the president of the OSS, but now he's the president of the United States or something. Mm-hmm. And he says some weird line about how, like, "I wanted people to know I have power. That's why I became the president." And I'm like, what? what? Okay. Okay, sure. Is that your... All right. All right, fine. Whatever, whatever yeah, you want, Yeah, it's just dude. so weird to see George Clooney in this movie. Yeah. And so he tells... He delivers the news is like, his sister's missing. And then the big panel's like... Bah, bah, yeah, bah. and like zooms <laughs> it on June. He's like... Yeah. <laughs> Carmen. And then... Yeah. So now he has to go... He's forced to go back to the OSS. Right. Um, And he's... I remember when they're driving him in, he just... They're like... Uh, Agent Cortez is here, and he goes, "That's X." Yeah, Agent Cortez. <laughs> I don't work for you anymore. <laughs> and this is the first incident, I think, because the first, this first chunk, this lead up, the setup before the first act really starts, is fairly most of the time in camera. I think the the treehouse set looks pretty okay. Yeah, and 
all of the stuff outside at the water park and in line. It's all in camera. There's no CGI. And then we get to the OSS and everything just goes complete to shit. Yeah. Outside the OSS and even in this hallway, it's totally like they're not riding on anything. They're nope. just sitting on this green block and just yep. go. It's just, oh my God. Yeah. And then, yeah. And so we, we meet up with uh, the, uh, the what are they named? Giggles. Apparently, like um, Donovan yeah. Giggles played by Mike Judge. I remember seeing him and I was like, he's here again because he was like kind of the bad he's guy. The, yeah, he's the bad this, guy in the second in one. In the second one. So I was like, wow, he's still here. Cool. And yeah, so, yeah, it's Mike Judge and I don't know why he's in the movie. No, yeah, and, it's I mean, it's, just, it's cool to see Mike Judge because I like Mike Judge, but like, and then Selma Hayek. is his wife, yeah. Yeah, and... I remember he walks in and he's and he's like, yeah, they're very, very nice, very firm in hand. I don't know if that was like a weird like sex joke. And then he turns around, and he's holding donuts, and he's like, oh, what is this? Oh, we're live, we're on. And then, and like, then everyone, everyone comes, comes out, in, it's like, like on these weird plastic computers that aren't actually anything; they're just pieces of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> in the worst office layout ever, they're like stacked up like it's like a beehive, and they're like yeah, stories high, and it's like how like why and why also would you why do it that yeah way? i don't know like production design in this movie is whack um yeah very whack <laughs> and so they introduce you know like carmen's missing but she's not and they turn to like her body's there and like floating for some reason yeah so she's not missing but her her consciousness is trapped in the video game the the game over game but they could still figure out where she was though because yeah. they show her like playing on the literally he's like oh yeah she's right here in the building and yet she's her mind's trapped in the game but they show her in that moment doing the race so literally she's not lost at all she's no, just right she's there just in the game she's trapped in the game and it's because they reveal like the toy maker you know is put away trapped in did they say he's trapped in cyberspace i think so yeah uh-huh. and then they're and but then did, Junie's did he, like, i thought he said what, he what trapped he... himself oh maybe and but juni asked like oh what did he do and they're like we can't remember it was too long ago and i'm like Really, Robert? You couldn't just have written like some <laughs> random thing of like what crime he committed or whatever. Instead, they literally say we can't remember. It was too long ago. Like, yeah, it's like that's lazy script writing. Yeah, if it's I like who knows? It. it was years ago. Just whatever, you know. So yeah, it says that um, the toy maker, yeah, was imprisoned in in cyberspace by the OSS. So they trapped him there, and then he captured captured he captured Carmen. And now they're and, like, yeah, they reveal like currently the game is like in beta or whatever, and so it's not live to the public yet. But, but it they, will be, and once it is, kids will get trapped in there or whatever. Or That's something. his thing. He wants to use the game to mind control people, and he's like, once once they play the game, this kid's using like an Atari twenty four hundred like <laughs> controller that no one used in two thousand three, and um, he's like, the like parents will be able to get their kids' attention, and they're wearing the glasses, like, right? And, and so that's like his evil plan is to mind control kids. I feel like this movie tried to be a commentary on like technology and, and it didn't work. It just it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and so they're like, Junie, you have to go in the game and stop him and save Carmen and do ba ba da boo. Yeah. And so he, he has 12 hours. Classic arbitrary time limit, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. 12 hours to find, um, to find Carmen and get her out before the game, before goes, the live. game goes live. Yep. And so he, and he's like, all right. And then and then we get our first put the glasses on because there's this triumphant moment where it's like, literally it's first person POV where Mike Judge puts the glasses on, on Junie. Sure. And in this like weird fucking rip off Spike Lee directing style, he just puts them on. And then the big green glasses on yeah, side gla- of it. And it like blinks like glasses and then, on. And you're, you're like, like, this is time. shit's going to get fucked up. So <laughs> it, Shit's getting real. So we put our glasses on and Junie goes like, Shh, where is he going? Like his... 
It's just like he, he's in a chair and then he just gets whipped down this yeah, giant ass tunnel. I don't tunnel. think I don't know if he's supposed to be physically moving or it's just like the game is manifesting itself in that way. Like when he's looking into it, it doesn't really have any explanation for it. Yeah, anything. It is, yeah, it's but it's whatever. So he goes and then all of this like code and shits like flying by him and he just goes bam right on the ground and we are introduced to the game. This weird like pink and green just computer game uh, that just is such a disgusting it, thing to look it, at everything looks ugly and it's clearly all just terrible terrible green screen mm-hmm. everything in this movie from this point on is just terrible green screen absolutely yeah and so he's like he's looking around and then like the, f- the he and then po like these frogs come around and start fucking with him and he's like pogo toads it's like how do you know what those he, are yeah i don't know is it a well-known enemy like yeah. have you been I, I don't know <laughs> yeah so they come around and it's like they're not even like an adverse they make them like like out to be like this really big enemy but he just runs away out of the way and he's just yeah it's just like and then this is where like they jump on the the screen i remember with their pogo <laughs> it looks stick. so bad it does because they bounce off the screen yeah it's and, and just some more 3d gimmicks they start like hitting um uh arnold i believe uh is a character we've seen me um with like their tongues and it just looks so stupid yeah. And then he grabs when he's like throwing it, and he, like the way he throws is like out of the screen, so it's 3D. Yeah, it's like, rah, 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 and like Arnold's picking up coins, and then he hops a ride, and then he and Junie's like, all right, cool. And so he hops a ride, and he's in this weird, like, black and like yellow or orange he's like suit. super armor suit or whatever yeah it's not even he's not even in the super armor oh yeah, suit. yeah he's just in this yeah. weird and then he jumps on to um who's the what had the character's name uh that's a francis francis he is jumps that right? out, yeah francis is the i think you're right uh, francis is the smart guy and arnold is the strong guy and who's the third one that we meet We'll talk. Oh, we'll, oh we'll, yeah, we we know his we name. We know his name. <laughs> um, so so he jumps on, and he's like, "Hey, get your own ride, creepo!" And it's clear they're not. I don't even think they're oh actually moving because they're no, just like definitely not. It's, it's just so, like you know, it's like nauseating. Like this part, they're like flying up and down, bouncing, but clearly the actors are not moving at all. Yeah. It's like. Again, it just makes me feel bad. I had to take my parents to this movie because they're yeah. probably sitting there like, "What the, what the fuck, fuck am I watching?" Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, what is the, what's the, why are they there? Do we like learn like, be, he's like a they're hacker. beta testers, beta testers. And Junior right. mentioned he's like, "Oh, beta testers." So, mm-hmm. which is a real thing for games. You know, beta mode comes out, people right. test it, That's see, fair. find right, any right, insecure, right. you know, flaws. Or right, whatever. he does say that. But like, so yeah, he's like, "Well, here," and then he like holds Junie out and drops him down this sewer perfectly and he loses like a life and yeah this weird like head message thing comes with, up that's, with the voice of Stallone yeah and he's like and he loses one life but he is down to four hours magically suddenly like your time is just and, he's, and, he's, and Stallone's like time flies when you're in the game and it's like okay I can figure that. I I get that, but like eight hours in this literally two minute span. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense for the rest of the movie. No, again, just arbitrary time is arbitrary and it doesn't mean anything. And you know, blah. But yeah, so they're like, okay, we have to bring you back. And then he, and they're like, every once in a while it cuts into um or cuts back to uh, Mike Judge and Selma Hayek. Like, oh no, he lost a life. He's not doing well. Oh no, Junie, come on and like. Yeah, and like I remember, yeah, and Mike Judge is like, his brain waves are normal, and she's like, but how is he? And Mike Judge goes, oh, he fell. Yeah, 
<laughs> I, it's so weird. Um, and so I don't know what the thing tells him. Like what the he- like what does the head say to him? Uh, yeah, he says something like yeah, like oh you got a boob. I don't really remember. <laughs> I don't know, just some stupid Stallone mumblings. Because that well then at that point he like rises with a bunch of bubbles. <laughs> yeah, and so he finds out that like um. Oh, he, he finds out that, like, you know, if he gets down to no life, he gets bounced back to level one. No, I thought he, he gets game over if he and he's done so. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I don't know if that means he die. I don't think it means he dies. Or, or does it doesn't mean he dies. I don't know. Well, I don't know, because the guy, you know, disintegrates later. But, like, so, yeah, I guess he I would. Know. I guess it, like it's it's, it's not clear. You don't want to get. They don't want to say, like, in a kid's movie, like, oh, you're going to die. But, like, I think they make it clear, like, you don't want to lose all your lives or it's not right obviously yeah you don't want that and yeah so he gets and we find out that his uh carmen is on level four right so he's still on level one so he's trying to get to carmen yeah and level five is the unwinnable level that they have to you know get out of the game right through and so they yeah they float up and they're he's magically back in this like fucking open irish field you know yeah it looks like the um like the old uh, microsoft xp background with like the green hills oh yeah it kind of looks like that Um, and he and arnold and francis are there too and uh and then this one guy is sitting on top of a target and he's and he's like the cool guy and he's like how can i offer some assistance I'm Rez. Is that what like the being cool yeah, was? Yeah, it's like the cool voice. Yeah, it's like. And then yeah, and the then... best line. Well, up for contention of best line of this movie. Junie goes, "Hi Rez." But... <laughs> hi, hi Rez. Did you get you get that joke? Uh, I, I didn't uh, get it when I was. Well, no, clearly as a kid, and he says it so quickly, and they move on. Mm-hmm. Um, they try to sneak that stupid pun in there, but damn if it is like yeah. looking at it from like a wow he says hi, but judy Rez. literally says like hi res so about saving the world and it's like there's no there are no stakes in this movie literally at all like say, yeah. they have to save the world it makes like it, it doesn't really seem like they're trying to save the world like honestly it's just it's like we just gotta it's like, get to carmen get, get my sister get out of here yeah is it yeah it doesn't i don't know so he's like trying to you know like get them to help him and they're like do you have any he's like i'm looking he or he says like to them like i can offer you like i i can i can award you with bonus packs yeah or something like that and then arnold takes and he's like yeah they're played by the rules <laughs> or not at all yeah <laughs> and then then they give him the advice like oh if you jump with that target and it'll send you straight to the moon yeah and you have to go to level two which is on the dark side of the moon and so and he's like Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah. And literally before he does it, it Junie's like, Not a lot of realism in this in these games, are there? And it's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, like you're already bouncing with a toad on a pogo yeah. stick. Just go. Suspend your disbelief, you're, you're in Junie. A fucking video game. You could do what you want. And then you, yeah. Sure enough, he jumps on the target and gets blasted. And Rez is like, Won't be seeing him anymore. Let's go. <laughs> How does he get the name Rez? We got Arnold, Francis, and Rez. <laughs> yeah, I, I forget what his real name is. Does they ever reveal what his real name is? I don't think they ever re- reveal it. I just remember him being... Because clearly, yeah, you're not going to name your kid Rez. Um, mm-hmm. No, but then Junie, and this is the first... Uh, yeah, this is like... They do this a couple other times in the movie where he's flying to the moon, but he's clearly just like laying down on a green yeah, screen. Yeah, and so he's just and like... it looks <gasps> so terrible. Like, it just looks so incredibly stupid. It looks like a like a homemade movie from some like high schooler that yeah. like was trying to make a movie. It looks and, like, really bad. Green screen. Like, it looks awful. <laughs> and so he lands on the moon and then the, the head comes back. I think he loses another life. Yeah, from Which if he loses, it, like, if that's how you're supposed to get to the moon... Well, I think maybe that's not and they were tricking him, right? Like, maybe there's another way to get to the moon. I don't know. 
I don't know. But if that like if if you can't get to the moon without losing a life, it's stupid. Th- yeah, that's it's dumb. poor game design. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, obviously. And so he's like, um, they're allowed. He's allowed one. Member. Yeah, and suddenly, which is stupid. Um, Mike Judge and Selma Hayek can like talk to him from the real world into the game, which is stupid and it doesn't make any sense. But and they're like, you, you have, have a- one lifeline. It's like yeah. why didn't, a why didn't you tell him this before? So you could go in with like freaking antonio banderas or something i don't know you know uh, but it, and then they just tell him now after like five hours in the game or whatever mm-hmm. it just doesn't make any sense but yeah randomly yeah they're like you can you know pick a family member to come hang out with you yeah and so he's like all right i'm gonna choose uh he goes to grandpa and he's like okay so he's been paralyzed from the waist down for 30 years you know so which makes his arms his um like his upper body and his brain twice as stronger. No, that's, that's not how, not it, how works, it works, idiot. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And even then, don't have him. What is he gonna do? Like, like <sighs> you should. Yeah, just have Antonio Banderas like go do it. Like, like why not? And then then we find out that like, you know, he chooses his grandpa and perfectly. They're breathing on the moon, perfectly fine. By the way, I'm just saying. Like, what? I don't know. It's a yeah, no, game. it's whatever. <laughs> the minor flaw in a sea of lots of flaws. So I'm not so, gonna nitpick that. No, no, it's fine. No, I'm just joking. And so and so then like an hour and a half goes by, which is apparently all the time it took to go get grandpa and bring him to the game. That's right. Yeah. The and team. then he suddenly appear, appears in the game, looking confused out of his mind. And he's like, Junie. <laughs> Where, where am I? Where am I? What am I doing? Yeah. Here? And so he says, like, you know, I've, the toy maker is here. I've been hunting him down for 30 years, Junie. <laughs> you shouldn't have brought me here. And it's like, <laughs> that just means that, like, if he didn't choose Grandpa, then he wouldn't have known that. Right. Yeah. Had and he wh- brought wouldn't... Grandpa in to be like, maybe he can, like, you know, get closure on this or, like, something like that, that would be a little bit more compelling. But, like, yeah, no, and you would think like Sam Hacker, Mike Judge would have been like, oh, he has a history with the toy maker or something, but they don't, and like I don't know. But yeah, and yeah. now suddenly Grandpa's in this movie. Yeah, so but he gets this um, uh, mega leg power booster, and he like grabs it, grasps it, and he yeah, like, it just it... suddenly magically appears in the game, which it's kind of hinted that like Stallone's character did this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, like the big uh, what is it? Oh, it's mega legs. Mega says. legs, yeah. Which is a KFC um, product. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Yeah. It's just a giant chicken leg. Um, sure, why not? And so he grasps it and he gets in this giant mech suit and he's yeah. got like giant, you know, just big legs. And, and at can... this point, it's clear that they only filmed um, Ricardo Montalban from like the neck up and they just plopped him on this CGI body mm-hmm. and it looks stupid as shit. It does look really, <laughs> really bad. And he can like jump and run and do and all this like, stuff. Grandpa, like, you can walk in. He's like, no, oh, Junie, I, I can, can do, do so much, much, more. so much more. Whatever. And it's like, really? You just got here, dude. Like, and really? he's like leaping around. And then eventually there's like a butterfly, which turns out is like a camera that the toy maker is using to see people. Mm-hmm. And he starts chasing after the butterfly. And Junie's like, Grandpa, what? Grandpa? And he just disappears. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, don't worry, Junie. I'll catch up. It's like, how do you know the game? Like, what do you know? I don't know. It's so weird. And this is when we first meet the toy maker i think officially right aside from like the weird news footage with stallone i think so yeah him. and he's like what, is what i forget um ricardo montavon's character's name but he's like uh whatever his name is like my old f- friend nemesis nemesis whatever mm-hmm. and then we find out that like he has like three different personalities it's like the, yeah so the he's like trapped guy. in the game in this weird room <laughs> but he still has like control over the game and it's it's regular stallone and then yeah, he's got the scientist guy 
the military guy and, and then, then like the, the hippie. hippie guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, I remember he's like, the military guy's like, we're going to control their minds. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, he's arguing with him. So like, it's, it doesn't, it's so, it's so funny. Where but to this... watch Stallone, I love the hippie one where he's like, you know, peace and love, man. And it's such a strange yeah. choice. Like, it's pretty obvious why Stallone won the Razzie first. Well, yeah. But also it's like, where does that idea come from? And then like, why would, and they're just holograms. Right. Cause he even says like, Oh, forgive me. I forget the, my own powers. And I thought I was, you, you three were real, but mm-hmm. you're not. And then he hits a button and they all disappear. Yeah. It's so I can't peculiar. tell if Stallone had fun with this movie or not. Yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> he's trying his damnedest. I'll give him that. He is. He's t- uh, I think, I, I, part of me thinks he would have a lot of fun with it, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's and also his lair is just like this purple like just uh, some disgusting CG screen green, yeah. green screen mess yeah whatever and but it's clear at this point that like he's controlling what happens in the game and uh yeah and he's up he, he's up to no good mm-hmm. so then Junie makes his way to level two which is on the on the moon and it's this like robot fighting place and it's the the robocon or something like that um and the the one guy's like our courageous new contestant welcome to the robocon he's like i gotta get to level two and he's like well you came to the wrong place and yeah it's like, what? <laughs> and like what is this doing in the game what purpose does it serve and also is this is i didn't they don't make it clear whether this announcer dude is like an npc or whether he's like another player or like what is he I don't know, but anyway, yeah, he's welcome. he's going to the Robo Rumble, mm-hmm. and he, and so he gets in his big old he's gets in his mech suit, and it's yeah, all like he gets buffing. like the upgraded one now, yeah, yeah, and then he's like, just go out there in your battle ramps and fight, and so he goes out in this like weird ass like suit that you like just walk on you walk on like yeah and i guess your actions before pacific rim did it <laughs> oh yeah i mean again this movie was so ahead of its time but yeah. inspired ready player one, one pacific, pacific rim, rim you know it's, every, it's all of them. everything is based on spy kids 3d <laughs> you can find homages to spy kids 3d in almost all oh, for popular sure. cinema right now um so he, this is where we meet demetria mm, demetria yeah and so He's like totally got like a huge boner for this girl. He and you sure can does. Totally like immediately, <laughs> and, he's, and he does this really weird thing where he's just like, Ooh, yeah. He's wow. trying to like act all cool, like uh, hey, and then he even he uh, tries to shake her hand, but then punches her, and she like gives this look like oh, you're gonna regret that. And then, Junie. She, and then he's just standing there like, oh no, no, no. And then she yeah, she punches him, and he goes flying, and then pursues like this giant like crazy ass CGI fight, and even like people in the stands are just like little speck like circles and, and they're so poorly animated or you know cg'd like it's so stupid but you know whatever yeah. so they're all fighting and, and and she's kicking his butt he is, yeah and we get some more of him just laying down on green screen when she's spinning him in a circle oh yeah he's just right. like laying he's there just like, like whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid yeah. even when he runs it's totally like he's on like in the air on like a wire and he's just like oh come on yeah. we gotta go and so she she's beating him so bad and it's like round 14 or whatever um like it's a boxing match or something and then suddenly he gets the idea to run around in a circle along like the rim of the arena and so he's running in a circle really really fast and for some reason demetria is like following, following him. him and so yeah. she's spinning really fast and then she like breaks and, and all then... the screws are coming at you because we're still in the 3d oh, right. yeah. and the screws are all in 3d and all the bolts and whatever like yeah. flying at you <laughs> yeah so and then... then he blows on her and she falls over so like even after him getting you know her clobbering him he magically i don't know runs in a circle and everything's okay yeah it's all good he wins and she like congratulates him and is like 
uh, I don't know what you're like congratulations mm-hmm. like you bested me or something I don't and then the guy comes over and is like alright and then push the thing down he just goes flying and he gets perfectly. launched again and some more of you just laying down green screen poopy crappy garbage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, where does he go now do we get? I think we get another flash of maybe uh, the toy maker arguing with himself. Yeah, and it's not nothing. And it's know. just like, well, you got to do it this way. You got to do it this way. And it's like this big thing of like how he's trying to figure out his plan. And he just goes, "Who are you, people?" Yeah, and they just go, "We are you." <laughs> <laughs> but like this whole thing with him and like arguing with these other characters, it just doesn't make sense because it doesn't really do anything. Because it's he's not like a conflicting villain. It's not like he doesn't know what he wants or, like, isn't sure, like, he knows what he's doing and he's just going to do what he's planned to do. But I don't know if this is to show, like, if he's... I I don't know what this is supposed to show. I I don't think Robert Rodriguez knew what he was doing. He just wanted to throw some scenes of him just, like, arguing with himself and being a weirdo. I don't know. It's it's peculiar. And so now Junie... Is this the race, right? This is when he gets up in front of the poster and he, like, matches the print. Yeah. And that's how they know. The three guys from before, like, oh, he's the guy. He's the guy. The guy from the poster. Yeah. That guy. The guy. And they're like... Wouldn't that just be anyone who gets that suit? Yeah, you would think, right? But I don't know. They think- also, his suit is so much like... Uh, their suits are made out of, like, Velcro and, like, spandex. And his is, like, fucking giant-ass metal, you know? It's, yeah. I don't... He's the only one with a suit like that. That's so buff. Right. Well, like- yeah, because, I don't know, he went to the Robo Rumble. And they even make a comment, like, oh, he got out of the Robo- the thing with the suit. They make a comment that, like, it was rare that he got out of there with the suit. Um Maybe. And now, yeah, so then now they think he's the guy, but yeah. they're still like, if you're the guy, then prove it. And so then there's the race, which also Ready Player One stole. So yeah, I'm sure. looking at you, Ernest Klein. I think you a stealer. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, I remember he's like, it's the mega race, the fastest, most powerful race in the game world. And then he's just like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not the guy. And then Rez kicks him and he's like, go. And Judy goes, okay. And then they go to the race and then he's just in the, it's like, this race and uh, Francis is like this race will prove you a guy if you are you can hang with us it's like it's still about being cool and popular it's so stupid um, and then Grandpa shows up and he's like he could or that might actually be after the race but yeah he's like you know win this race Junie and, and Stallone's like there are no rules except win <laughs> <laughs> and they get in these like these like you get into the first part like this doesn't make any sense so you sit down in the first like in the cart part of your car and then it moves and, to into the an even bigger thing yeah wouldn't you see it in front of you to know what you're getting like because Junie's like whoa cool but like you see i, I don't know it doesn't uh, matter yeah so they cares. go in the race and it's like the race is actually probably one of the best parts of the movie now this is pod racing <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and so it's like this crazy death race 2000 type you know yeah. Crazy. And, and Rez is being like an asshole, and he's like, "Yeah, push that button. It's like a turbo boost." And then the car just just starts this. like flipping over. Like, yeah. what button makes your car just like start flipping yeah. on its side? Yeah. I don't know. And then like, and he's like, hey, Arnold Rez, has can... a punching bag, and he's like holding on to this to the car, and he's like, "Hey, Rez, get a hand." He's like, "Yeah, how about a foot?" And also, when he slides back, there's like no sparks of like there's the metal hitting the gravel. Oh, right. And it's another one where he's just on the ground. He's just like spinning over. It's and just then like, Whoa. Grandpa picks him up, right? Yeah, and he's like, "You're supposed to be winning the race." Junie. But you suck. I'm not <laughs> proud to be a grandpa. <laughs> and then he puts him on another car and, and takes, takes some other kids. Yeah. I think it was Rez. Oh, was, okay. Yeah. Or maybe it was some It might rando. just be a rando. Um, so they're racing and then they get to this giant big uh, 
uh, like incline. And it's like, like up ninety degrees and then down ninety yeah, degrees. Yeah, he's like, what is this? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I remember you see Rez go flying, and he's just like, whoa. Um, yeah. So many fucking things happen during this race. It's ridiculous. And there's also you see some like masked racer that's trying to like. Her oh Judy. yeah, and she's in like you're there in like this the big race like the big car. It's like a big one that appears out of nowhere and is like yeah, and so they're all like racing. There's yeah, Arnold has like the punching glove at one point tries to punch him and then uh, and then they're in like underground and he just like stops and he's like you got to go over and he just like stops at the edge and he's like oh okay and he goes no 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 and then like the cars just like smash into him and then this is what doesn't make any sense to me. So if that was the intended way to go, they all lose lives at this part. Which doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. If this is the intended way to go, same thing with like going to the moon. Why are you losing lives if yeah. this is the way you're supposed to go? And then as they're falling, I remember the grandfather's like, grab another bike, Junie. It's like he's, you know, fucking Obi-Wan and right, a new Right, just hope. shows up whenever Junie needs him and he does find like a thing and then they slam down and they keep racing. Yeah, they go and then his bike just basically gets demolished by the other car and then he's just on this like hubcap. Yeah, and he's like and he goes, skidding towards and also, the end. He says there's like a countdown which yeah again like an like i didn't know there was a time limit i didn't yeah. know yeah. he's like five four three it's like what you're supposed to just go yeah i didn't know there was a time limit <laughs> yeah and so i guess just thrown in for added tension but i guess it's just so. stupid but he crosses and then everyone else after him is like whoa and then he kicks up the hubcap and yeah catches even it though all. he cool. won in the most convoluted way and like clearly he was struggling the entire race they're still like well i guess he won i guess he's the guy he has to yeah, be he's gotta be the guy and so i remember uh he goes like i have to go talk to my grandfather and they go who and it's like uh i must confer with the wizard of uh I think he says like Atari Sega Nintendo. He doesn't say Nintendo. Yeah, he says like if you like, we played it back. I think when we watched it one time, he definitely says Nintendo, not Nintendo. And then Rez is like, yeah, okay, cool, yeah. And then we also learned that the the car that was trying to attack him was Demetria. Right, right. Um, She like takes her mask off and like does her like hair flip. Like I'm so sexy, Uh but I'm like 12 years old, (laughs) and so it's so weird. Yeah. Um, And and so his grandfather's like, like, whoa, yeah. And also, he could like, Why did he say, like, the wizard of, you know, he's just like, I don't say know. That. It's so stupid. <laughs> and so he's like, we, okay, we got to get to level four. And then we got to go. And then we'll get to level five. And. Uh, oh, and this is the part where they all, like, team up and they all say the lines, like. Yeah, he's like, my, we'll get to my strong. My, my strength. My smarts. My, my cool. And then Dimitri goes, my intuition. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Like, what? <laughs> it's so dumb. It is very dumb. So. All right. Because right. yeah, when he talks to his grandpa, he's like, "They think I'm the guy." He's like, "For us, this is a good thing, Junie, because <laughs> now they will help us." Oh God, he's way too good to be in this movie. He really gives his best. I would say Ricardo Montalban. He tries to do. He's like, very cool. Like, yeah, yeah, he tries to be like this actual mentor and like right. like good grandfather character, but he's given the dumbest writing that yeah. like it just doesn't help. And so they all agree to help Junie because they think he's the guy. <laughs> and they go to... Uh, Valentine. Not... That's his name. Valentine. Right. Valentine, my old friend. Um, so are they are they in level three now? It's never clear but between level one and four, whether they're in two or three or not. It's never clear. Like, was it the race level three? They don't say. I don't know. Also, this, during this part, like... Um, so this is where... Doesn't she have, like, show, like, a map... Demetria has like an, a, a right. legal map this is of the game at this point, and yeah. also gives her. Oh my God! Wait, he gives her an extra life. Yeah, yeah. and he, he just gives it to her, and he's and 
Rez is like, does he know how rare that is? Yeah. He's like, of course he does. He's the guy. Because <laughs> it's so weird the way, like, it the, it's edited. Like, when he finds it, he's like, Dimitri, I found extra life. And she's like, congratulations, dude. And it's just, like, head on. It, like, it's so jarring and weird the way it's, like, pieced together. And he, together. like, crushes it and, and just then throws blows it, it on her. Like, fucking, like, <laughs> baby powder. And it's, just... <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. And this is the... And, they're walking... and also, he's just like, does he know how much that's worth? It's like, it's an extra life. They're all over the place. Or like... maybe they're not in this game. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I've never played Game Over. I haven't either, but, like... In... And, um... Yeah, and so they they do end up after they're walking on that like Tetris bridge, or is that later? With no, this Carmen? is this is level three. It's a Tetris. Yeah, it's the right? it's the weird cloud Tetris. Each level in this oh, movie is the cloud part. What does that? Does the cloud part happen before or after the programmers show up? That's that's before the cloud is before. No, I don't think it is because. Oh no, 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 no. you're right. Because, because then, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. Because Dimitri, yeah, shows him the illegal map, and then they go looking. And They're it's in like, this weird, like matrixy looking part, and like, and all of these fucking weird piece, like floppy disk chips are flying yeah, around, and and they're like programmers. And then for the programmers did, show up looking like they're straight out of the Matrix, wearing like leather and stuff. But like. He, Valentine's like, who are these uh, programmers? And then it cuts to another shot of him, and they're just in the background, like fucking the crow. And they're yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> and so sure enough, yeah, Demetrius has shown him like a map of everything, and he's like, oh my goodness, this is cheating or whatever. And then the programmers show up, they're like, we're gonna bounce, bounce you back. And to another, level like, one. they're looking at the camera and they're put like right at the and kit. they're pointing, yeah, 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 with their their fingers. And mm-hmm. then and then Grandpa shows up, like, why are you bullying my grandson? And also, like, how did they? not hear that uh, it's like uh, it, why is it so impertinent that like um they have to like he keeps the secret that it's there that it's his grand i don't know it doesn't make any sense it doesn't no. matter nope and you know they like and he's like the wizard said we got to go through level three to get to like all this and so they make their way oh, well, did you, wait did you and like when he picks up the programmers yeah and, and so like, and they're computer nerds or whatever. And he like oh because um francis suddenly has this weird gun thing that like he scans yeah, them and makes shows them in the scanner, real world yeah and they're like they're like computer nerds yeah it's like you're all nerds and too so you're just, playing a game so they just run away and um <clears throat> and then yeah now they end up <laughs> it doesn't make any sense when they go from scene to scene to scene yeah like there's, there's no, no transition like, there's no like it doesn't make any it's just like boom we're here now like so, what is that what was that scene supposed to do like and they split up that was yeah, the thing for in, no reason but he's like grandpa did you hear that man the, the guy is calling for his grandpa, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good line from yeah. the programmers yeah you can't scare him he's the guy like, yeah <laughs> and so yeah so they move on they go to level three and you got you are now entering level three. Oh, okay and this and is with the clouds cloud, yeah uh, now this is where there's even more just like unbelievable green screen use so they, they and come... you can see it like you can see the green outline on some of these actors yeah, it's in this terrible and, it's just so bad and they also try and give like arthur a backstory out of nowhere uh, he's just like arnold right arnold yeah that's what i meant and okay. he's like yeah, he's like, he's, what are you doing in the game? Arnold? Yeah, out of nowhere, he's just like, why are you playing this game, Arnold? Like, and they all back up, like he's about to beat the shit out of him, and he takes yeah. off his cool ass goggles, and he's like, well, actually, I'm here. Yeah, like, you know. well, actually, that's an interesting story. And no, it's about like his about, like, mom or something. His like family that. needs money, and so he wants to win the prize to like help them. I don't know. If he says, yeah, he's like, bad. I'm here for the big prize in level five, and he's like, Arnold, you just gotta know. He's like, don't tell me. I, keep, I want, I want to, be to be a surprise, and like, then he's like, "No, level five means is where you have to end the game." Whatever. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't and even so, reveal that. Like, and clearly, like, we were 
expositing a little bit about Arnold because it turns out, oh, we have to battle so, and it's like, and so they're like, choose your best player, and it's like the guy. Oh, the, and and, and the guy. I remember Junie was just like, okay. <laughs> the, his face during that part was so. I think we we rewound yeah. it to watch him go like, okay, okay. I guess it's me. And they're like, choose your strongest, strongest player. player. Like it's, the, it's gotta it's be Arnold. And, and, and he's like, like flexing. Yeah, like, he's like yeah, not yeah. even. That. <laughs> And they're like hyping it up, and then they're like, "Okay," and then they give him these light spears, and then they face each other. And it's like, yeah, and he's like, "I don't want to." He's like, "I don't want to. I don't want to kill Arnold. I don't want to crush Junie." Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna destroy Junie." <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's like whoever wins this, you know, gets to move on. Still, yeah, it's for whatever reason. I guess yeah, they have to battle, and I don't know. And so yeah, Arnold is clearly. So the other people don't. The like red. I don't know. They're just chilling. They're watching. Just, yeah, they don't. It doesn't matter. They're gonna get through no matter is what. Is Grandpa there too at this point, or did he disappear again? I think he's still there. Okay. Yeah. And so, because he flies in and out of this movie, like there's no sense making. Mm-hmm. Um. And so yeah, they're battling. Arnold's kicking his butt because Junie sucks. Yeah, and he's doing this like he knows all the tricks to the. What? Yeah, this thing like. I don't know. There's a spear he's never touched before. He's they suddenly, both like, apparently know how to use it because I was at least Arnold. I can kind of figure out because he's, he's like a hacker yeah, kind sure. of thing. But like, um, he you know he does like the claw thing that right like, and Junie does out. the the spraying like the weird yeah. It's like how do you thing. know that? Like, I don't know. And they're like hopping around on these weird platforms. And I remember watching the behind the scenes because as a kid I was obsessed with behind the scenes stuff me too. when I owned like movies. Um, and I remember them, it was like people wearing like green suits, rolling them around these green blocks, and everything is just green screen except the actors. It's Good ridiculous. God. And so, yeah, they're fighting, and it's just so like, it's just another like, oh, there's, that's why they were poles. That's yeah, why it's just yeah, to be yeah. like, whoop, whoop, in, in your and face. more 3D? 3D, yep. 3D, 3D, 3D. Yep. Just smacking you on the head with the exactly. 3D. And so, you know, and then it's like, the just before Arnold's about to like, you know, pummel Junie, the power goes down and it says someone has subbed in you for have you. been tagged what do you mean tagged and then dimitri's like i'm sorry junie you gotta go and then arnold just fucking obliterates and yeah her. he says like i'm sorry junie it's for my family and then <laughs> i'm sorry i just remembered the lines yeah, and coming so up. i i didn't realize this line until the last time we rewatched it <laughs> Oh my god, this so, is one of my, this so, might be my favorite So yeah, it's one Arnold of them, so kills Demetrius. Which, which, by the way, they don't mention again for the rest of the movie. They're not going to talk about how he, like, killed the girl that, like, Junie really yeah, loved. Well, yeah, so she just, like, disintegrates. Yeah. So it's not clear, you know, what And he's like, Demetria, but... game over. And as he says that, Junie goes down, camera zooms in on his face, and he goes, I never got her email address. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I never noticed that until line. we just watched it, like oh the most recent God. time. It's such a funny line because it's clearly a it dates the movie so bad. I never got her email address. He might as well have said like her AIM name or <laughs> screen name, her MySpace account. I don't know, but it's so funny. And the way he pauses too. I never got her email address. <laughs> oh my God, that oh line cracks me. It's up. Such a good line, classic. And classic. then so they just move on. And yeah, just oh, like, that's when Arnold calls up. He's like, "I'm sorry, Junie, for my family." Which mm-hmm. is why we exposited randomly Arnold out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so now we get like another thing for the toy maker. And, and he's, I think he's like ready to release Release Carmen. Because it turns out, yeah, he has Carmen in like a, a stasis or whatever. And, and he's like, 
he's getting close to the boob. Yeah, and so he. That's my best. That's my best. Yeah, it's gonna be great. That's my best Stallone I got. Big mouth. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So they go to level four, and as soon as he gets there, also this is where they kind of do a callback, especially to like the second one when he does like, oh, maybe I can hear with my thoughts. Carmen, can you hear me? And she's just like, what? Yeah, but it's like, how do I know you're the real Carmen? She's like, my feet stink. stink. He's like, you sound close. It is you. And she's like, I am. And and the the wind's blowing. She looks epic as hell. She's got this weird claw hand for no reason. Yeah. And and Carmen's back, baby. It only took us an hour into this movie to get here. Yeah. And so they're walking. It's just like, so how long it take you to bring Grandpa? So I see you brought Grandpa in the game. And so again, they don't say like. It it's so nonchalant, just like okay, we found Carmen. Do, 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 but not do, even do. that. It's just like they. He tries to keep it a secret that it's his grandfather, but like then it doesn't matter. And yeah, it, suddenly, and this is his sister, and I don't know. I see you brought grandpa into the game, and then oh, and then this is where she's like, Junie, the toy maker is the one who put grandpa in the wheelchair. The way she says that line yeah. is so stupid. Thirty years ago, and it's like, is this a well-known family thing? That Junie's just an Junie idiot. doesn't really fucking remember. Stupid or... Wardy Junie. God damn it, Junie! <laughs> fucking listen more at Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, the way she... he's the one that put Grandpa in the wheelchair. wheelchair. Thirty years ago, and so they got to go to uh, Lava Mountain. <laughs> That's a volcano. <laughs> That's yeah. called a volcano. Yeah, um, but no lava mountain level four. Here we go, baby. And um, yeah, so they go. Yeah, so they go up to the mountain, and um, I remember they are like they're going to the edge of like the. Well, he's like, why does every video game have lava in it? And uh, Francis goes, well, technically that's not true. There's no lava in Halo. So they mentioned Halo in this movie. <laughs> Name drop that. Is there no lava in Halo? I don't know. I don't I know. I figured they should. I mean, every, it's true that a lot of video games have lava. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but no. And then at this point is <laughs> when Stallone realizes they're, uh, the toy maker realizes, you know, they're getting close. And so he's like. Wait, so he wants them to go to level five because it releases them? I guess. I but don't at know the same what... time, he's like trying to. Yeah, I don't know. I, think, says, I like... think it's because no, because he wants to. He wants to get out with them. Right. That's okay. So and he destroy wa- the he world. He needs them to get to level five. But he also wants to control the mind. To the it doesn't make any sense. I guess sense. he can't do. I it. don't know. It, Rodriguez clearly just threw this script together know. in like an hour. And it was also, like, how is go, he boom. releasing copies of this game, physical copies from inside the OSS cyberspace? I, d- I don't know. None of this movie makes any <laughs> <Yeah>. sense. <laughs> but no, at this point, they're getting close to like where the toy maker wants them to be. But yeah, he's, so I he's, guess he needs to guide them a little more. Yeah, so he's like, send in the tinker toys. Yeah. And, and this is also when he's like, um, you know, can I just lead them to the door? The scientist guy. Um, oh, why don't you like impossible, sir? You know, you have to like help them. He's like, I know. I'm just trying to talk to myself. And the hippie guy's like, oh, I understand you. I am you. And <laughs> Stallone's like, you, me, shut up and he's like all right and then he goes am i insane and the military guy goes clearly and he pushes his head up yeah. against the glass and knocks him oh, out they do that he so goes many... against the screen yeah. right Ugh. he does that they do that so much in rodriguez's movies just bam like hit the like the camera right. like, or whatever and so he's like send in the tinker toys and i remember seeing that in the theater and i was thinking like tinker oh, toys again, yeah because i loved tinker toys as a right. kid and then even the way when he presses the button it's again like on the screen but then like, it cuts to him actually hitting a button right yeah and so he's and because they were going back you know away the from wrong the way yeah, yeah they were going away from the lava and he's and rez is like finding new path this is good guy we should be listening to her more often and she's like don't and, and she's like i don't even know what she says but she's she's like 
I'm not, it's just like their own independent person. Yeah, kinda, like, like, I think Rez like flirts with Carmen at some point. And yeah. He's like, hey, baby, can I get your email address? Yo, it's like, <laughs> you don't have to suck up to me. And then the ground starts to shake and they're all like, you know, and, and they're like, earthquake. Yeah. And then the Tinker Toys come up and then they're like, Tinker Toys run. And they start to run. And this is another one where oh, no, Junie's so running. Bad. Junie running is clearly, Daryl Sabar was just standing in a green screen. It almost looks like he's... His, they just took his head, plopped it on the CGI body going like, whoa. And then even the CGI body doesn't look like it's running in It almost looks screen. like he's riding a bike or pedaling a yeah, bike because it's, like, it's not like fluid motions of no, running. It it's like so he's bad. going in a circle. And and he's like, Carmen, what do we do? And then she jumps and they land on a, you know, she lands on like a surfboard. Like a they, rock surfboard. Yeah. And this is probably, honestly, this is probably <laughs> Sorry, the best part of the movie. Sorry, I just had to say rock surfboard. Yeah. I didn't think I'd ever say those two words together in my life. Yeah. And so they all jump down and they go and they go. And, and the grandpa kicks off the like a huge one. Yeah. He's like, and I then, am big. And I remember he's just like, Junie's like, Ugh, I don't and know. And then some surfing music kicks in like. No, it's like, it's the Spy Kids theme, but it's played like. Like surf rock. Yeah. It's pretty, it's actually kind of fun. It looks, it looks It looks like a level in a video game is what it looks like. So they're surfing on the lava. And so I remember, like, they, like, get through these, like, giant lava rocks, and he's okay, and then the grandpa surfs by him, and he's like, rip that wave, Junie. <laughs> I forgot he says that. What a, oh, my God. At what point in your career do you go, what am I doing when I have yeah. to say rip that wave, Junie? Like, oh, my God. No, then Stallone's like, no, they're still going to go the wrong way. And so he, ha- he may- again, creates, like, this huge lava monster thing. Yeah. And then, the, and then like, they're all like, drive- this is why no one beats level five. <laughs> yeah, and so he's like, um... And, and they all get like pummeled down and he's yeah. like Carmen, Francis, like Arnold, one by Grandpa, one. me. Yeah. <laughs> Throws the biggest rock. Me. And I remember they had to like, that was the thing they had to follow. The fall orange in. lava splattering all over 3D but, again. But Mike Judge and Selma Hayek made the lava monster. They had Oh, to, I forgot. They had to get him like, they were like, what? How can they control the game? Yeah. This, it's so stupid. It doesn't make because any sense. Because that's like, they're... They, they have, do, you're right. Because they're, they're saying they have to, to get out of the game. They want them yeah, to get like, out of no the good. game. They're going the wrong way because we keep cutting back to them for stupid reasons. But they're man. not saying they're going. They're saying that the grandpa is going to get his revenge. But they then they shouldn't have let him in the game. A and B. They're just like, okay, we have to yeah. drown them because they'll get an immediate game over and then they'll get back out of the game. Oh, right. And oh, right, right, right. So right, he pushes the button and then the, that's where the lava monster comes from. Yeah. And so then they fall in the lava, but it turns out they can swim in the lava because mm-hmm. it's cold. And yeah. then, and then he's got his telepathy with Carmen, and she's like, "This way, Junie." And I love how she's like pointing and like, yeah. And she's like Come waving on. him on, like Junie. Yeah. And so they're, and he's like, "The lava, it's cold." Yeah. And they're just underwater, and it's, but it's like they're not wet. They're no, like clearly. they just look totally normal or whatever, and they're just, just holding like, their breath. Yeah. And so, and then, and they swim into like this cave. Yeah. And thing. Rez, and Rez is like thought it was a goner and he spits out lava and then like and Judy gets like, out he's got hitting like, it out of his yeah. ear and stuff and like and it all looks like jelly and like it's yeah Junie's like covered and he's like <laughs> and it just looks like again bad yeah. just cg like falling off them uh yeah and so now we're suddenly in this magical cave and there's like this this end door it's like they found the end where like the toy maker is hidden but before that can happen guess who shows up well first i have oh. to say uh so he's saying that like they can't go through to level um there's only five minutes left and they have to get on the other side Uh um and i think that's when they find out about like there's no untold riches or whatever and then but francis and um 
Rez are saying, like, I've been thinking about Junie, and they're, like, very suspicious of him. This happens all so oh. fucking oh, fast. Oh, they talk, like, out of nowhere, he's like, I've heard of the betrayer, the one that leads you to the end, but then to betray you. Dece- the deceiver. Deceiver, yeah. He's saying Junie's the deceiver. He has absolutely no evidence of this whatsoever. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, and so, and and, and then Carmen's like, you're gonna have to go through me first. Game Boy. <laughs> Damn it! She did not say that. Yeah. Game Boy. And she has her claw. Uh, that was the whole thing I was waiting for for that entire movie. Because in the trailer, she puts her claw out like that, but it's like right in front of you, so it yeah. kind of looks dumb. But I was like, yeah, I get it. Her weird Freddy Krueger claw. I don't understand it. Yeah. But and then Junie's his whole thing is like, listen, I'm the guy. And Rez is like, you're not the guy. Stop saying you're the guy. We all know you're not the guy. And then you hear, he's not the guy. And then this giant like Bang. tear in the universe. <laughs> and it's Elijah Wood. For I don't because. A lot of the other people in this movie that you wouldn't expect have had connections to Robert Rodriguez. Like, George Clooney was in From Dust Till Dawn. Um, obviously, Antonio Banderas was in the Mariachi trilogy. And, like, everyone everyone that you wonder, like, why are they in this movie? Oh, right, because they kind of owed Robert Rodriguez a fa- uh, favor. I don't know why Elijah Wood is in I have this no movie. idea. No idea. Clearly hot off, you know, Lord of the Rings, Mr. Frodo. Uh yeah, I don't not, know. Not just hot off. This came out the same, the same year, year as Return, Return of the King. King. Yeah. Um <laughs> He I was think... having a hot fucking year. And so he's like, I'm the guy. And he's and his he has ninety nine lives, it says in his thing. And he has like uh He's got a cool suit, he's silver and he looks badass. He's also ginormous. Yeah, compared he's to the He's not rest a of them. human being. Like he's just so big. Um and he's like, step aside, I'll go into this level five. Because, you know, they keep calling and level he tries five the be, unwinnable level. And he tries to be, like, this really cool. He's like, we're going to go in there and we're going to crush it together. He's like, are you with me? And they're all like, yeah! Like, everyone's already it's just all- automatically just like, yeah, fuck it, let's go! And he's like, step aside. And he uses this electricity Emperor Palpatine power. Yeah, magic like, power he's got, I don't know. And, it, and he walks through and he's like, cake. And then he gets zapped with electricity. Yeah, he's like, ah! And then he falls back and then and all his lives. And it all the way down 99. And then even stops, it goes one and then like half. <laughs> yeah, and and he's like, oops. Because that was the thing that Rez said earlier and it's like, it's going to go all the way down before you can say, oops. Mm. And then he says it later and then he blows up and I remember Francis goes, guy! <laughs> <laughs> and so and then I Rez think, is like, I think that is a funny setup though, like we this guy, he's good, so bad he's got none and lives, he's going to lead us in there and then he immediately dies, like that's yeah. actually that's pretty That's kind funny. of funny, yeah. But then Rez is like, okay, you're the guy again. Get us out, yeah. Junie. <laughs> and then Demetrius shows up. Biggest plot twist maybe in movie history. Of all, it's, yeah. it's bigger than... M. Night Shyamalan was peeing yeah, himself it's better, at this point. It's better than Sixth Sense. It's better than Sirius and Kane. It's better than Seven. It's better than all of those. Yeah. It's, yeah. And so she comes back and he's like, Demetria, how do you back? And she just goes, there was a glitch in the game. And Car- and he's and Carmen's like, Junie, who's this? And he says, this is Demetria, my girl... My friend, who's and she goes, I'm, I'm his, his girlfriend. girlfriend. It's like, like, what? What? This was never established before. It's weird and clunky dialogue. It's like, I don't understand why we needed to do this. Like, make why she even said that. I don't know. It's weird. But like, Carmen can tell something's up. And, yeah. And she this is when she like swipes her claw through her, and she like glitches. And she's just like a hot. And he's like, this. She's why this levels unwinnable. She's like, she's a, the deceiver. Yeah. She's like the virus or something like that. Right. And. It, it, at that point, it's like, well, why did none of you actually like touch her, touch her throughout this? Like, or does she only her? do that now? Like, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. And so, and now, like, there's this big. Um, that they have like to fight the giant robot now. And- yeah, and so like the the giant robots are showing up, like the big monkey looking like things that Stallone is about to wreak havoc on the world, and then 
so Demetria is willing to sacrifice herself and like hold open the gate that they have to go through with her one fake tear that goes down. Uh, Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, like a CGI tear. Wow. Yeah. And so Grandpa runs, and Demetria holds the door open. And he's just like Demetria. He's like, I can't hold on forever, Junie. And then she goes, and then the claw comes through, and then like, and then it closes and chops off the claw. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then so they're like, they, they, they beat, well, I don't know if they, you know, they beat the game, the toy maker gets released and then they're back in the real world. Right. Yeah. And, um, so Junie's back in the real world. Uh, and yeah, they say the toy maker has been released. Bad crap is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so does, does like, he meet, um, the three guys in real just, life now just, or is that later? Yeah, it's now. So he's wheeling his grandfather out and everything's okay. And I remember Mike Judge was like, those video games are killers on the eyes, huh, kid? You know? And <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? And everyone's like applauding them. You're right, yeah. And so they shut, yeah, so they shut down the game and they get out and, you know, everyone's okay. But then, you know, he meets, you know, Arnold Francis. Arnold and, Francis Rose in real life and they're all different, like, like I'm not world. really cool. I'm not smart. I'm not, I'm smart. not strong. I'm not cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like he dorks. doesn't even, yeah, is that like the thing that was like a big, that was the stereotype was that he was just wearing like a like button a pocket up. pocket protector. <laughs> button up shirt khakis. This doesn't even look that bad. Yeah, like, I wear button up shirt khakis. Fine, I mean, yeah. I'm not cool. I'm pretty damn cool. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at least as cool as Rez. I've got to tell people to start calling me Rez. <laughs> I'm Matt Rez Simmons. Nice to meet you. <laughs> That's my name. Uh, everyone calls me. Um, um, so... And then he's like, so what are you out here in the real world? And then Selma Hayek, which such a weird thing to say. Like, she says, Agent Cortez. Spe- no, special Agent Cortez, we need you. And the music's like, whoa. And he like, he like looks at him like, just, all I'm cool just, again. Like, I'm just Junie Cortez. I'm yeah. just the badass. And then Carmen's... And they don't they say like to Carmen, like, can we get your email or something? They make yeah. another email line. And I'm like, God damn it. What's with the email obsession? Yeah. And so, but they don't even need Junie. They oh, because they give Carmen, they're like, here's yeah. our email addresses. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was stupid. before they get out of the game, though. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. And I remember that's when they do, like, this, f- like, a, the f- a fist bump between the two of them, and it's like a punching sound. Like, like yeah. yeah and so but then they go talk to the grandfather and he's like there were two switches one releases the tour maker <laughs> and one shuts down the game and it's like why would you put that switch there like if you yeah, could, even could... address that like wh- that's poor game design it's like just because you address the issue doesn't make the fact that it's an issue yeah like, and he's like yeah. oh i freed the toy maker but it was no accident yeah <laughs> and they're like grandpa and he's like crazy old he's like crazy old man do you realize what you've done he's like grandpa revenge doesn't solve anything <laughs> and then they get a message from the president and oh, i yeah, remember mike judge Clooney. and i remember mike judge was so full of it and he was just like what does he want yeah <laughs> like are you yeah you're done and he's like and so it starts george Clooney talking but then this is funny and i don't think we'll ever get to see something like this again it's george Clooney starts to do a stallone impression like with the mouth yeah it's like for imprisoning me for, for using me. me and then and he like, morphs into stallone and he's like stallone devlin, again. devlin set us up he goes that's not Devlin. And then, vroom, and, and it's it still like, all it I wanted was a second chance yeah. to right the wrong, start over a new leaf, and have a new chance. I think everyone deserves a second <laughs> chance. And He's then, like, I'm taking this to the next level. And, and then, he hits a button or something. Yeah, yeah. It's something. And then the whole <laughs> building is obsessed with hitting buttons. Yeah, and then the whole building starts to shake. And, they're like, and then Whoa. people are falling. Well, no, clearly, from... the building's not shaking. It's just the actors are well, like, yeah. Whoa. But like, then people are falling off from their desks. Yeah, like people die. <laughs> yeah, this is why you don't build a building like that, and it's never happened before. You yeah, know? and so they and have the, to run outside. But the one guy in the at the desk is like, "It's a, a tornado." 
hurricane you know he's just like freaking out and yeah. everyone's like everyone relax and then they go outside and then this giant it isn't well really... they don't see it at first because they have to put on the special goggles uh-huh and so because apparently the, the what they say at one point is like the video games in the real the world. game has entered the real world yeah <laughs> and so they can't see these monsters unless they wear the glasses which is stupid <laughs> yeah and so they they're like we can't fight them off our on our own and and, and, and then, this entire they could have done this in DC. This clearly takes place in like DC because the Capitol building's behind yeah. them, but it's totally like it's like empty. Of, Nobody's it, around. It's empty. It's just plain ass buildings. I and guess they didn't want to bother buying extras. It's out of focus know. green screen. It almost looks like if you cut photocop like copy and pasted a, a pixelated picture of the Capitol building and put it behind them. That's what it looks That's like. Sure as hell what it looks like. And and, and then Junie flashbacks to Emily Osment, um what's her name? Gertie saying like remember everyone's your family but that's, but, but that's before they're like we got to call in the family calling all cortezes and then they cut well, to oh okay you're right so first he calls just the cortezes yeah. and so then we cut to my favorite uh line in the movie it's when so antonio banderas is like doing something with this with the brain, brain which is, was in the other two movies yeah, and he's like, like the brain. this is the most important moment of my life he's like nobody move nobody move and it's really funny actually and he's like just close up and then and he's like um uh, Dr. Cortez <laughs> <laughs> and he's like uh, your family called uh, says they need you and he just rips off the and things he like, throws break, everything out of the way and it breaks, green, this, yeah, breaks it goes, the screen and yeah. then he goes up and like jetpacks away and, and then, then she's the down window. there and this is my favorite line he looks directly into the camera and he goes love her uncle <laughs> and then he flies <laughs> off too even though we already established he's not their uncle yeah yeah he said that over and over again in the second one and then and then yeah mom shows up too and grandma uh, played by Holland yeah. Taylor and uh, um, their actual uncle Machete and uh, yeah, and they so, all show up. So then, it, but it's like there's too many of them. What do we do? And and I remember the the I dad's like his glasses is quick, and he's like clearly yeah. again right to the camera with the green screen. And they behind. throw the glasses on, it. and then I love how he's just like kicking the robot. It's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> and so they're like, we need more. And then he's like, and that's when he's like, yeah, yeah everyone's in, your family, Junie. Call in everyone <laughs> and so everyone comes in and, and we, we get like different yeah we get yes. like everyone showing up so floop and minion show up yeah and they get all the robot robot children take them down and all the children but the robot children don't put on glasses which always perturbed me it's like so they can just see yeah I don't they know. have so many pairs of glasses they're just throwing them all over the place um Gary... oh, well it's funny when minion showed because you know with tony they like made his head like so he's got four heads so they throw glasses on all of his heads yeah and so gertie um or gary isn't and like, gary shows up after like carmen calls him and he's getting like spy of the year award and he like just jetpacks packs right. away and he gets there like and he's super... like hey carmen hey, and they're like oh yeah mm. yeah and so they fight and then um and then of course the greatest moment the, not not just in spy kids 3d in this movies. is the greatest moment in movie history. in cinema history we see dinky links the owner of the theme park played by bill paxton who uh, briefly appeared like the beginning of the second one yeah rest in peace, ah, rest in peace um he comes down on, on his like an umbrella and you hear this weird circus <laughs> music <laughs> And, do, 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 do. and then what does like, he say he says somebody ring the dingster <laughs> the greatest line again and uh, when i then i like i could not believe when i rewatched it for like the first time in years i completely forgot that line and i was peeing myself laughing i it's hilarious to see, hear him say that line somebody ring the dingster like 
And it even became, it didn't become a huge meme, unfortunately, but there's like, like Dinkster Daily YouTube channel yeah. that like posts it every day. I mean, we say I've seen meme lot. compilations. Yeah, it became a huge thing between us where I'd yeah. like, I remember I downloaded the audio file of it and I named it like Surprise for Josh. And I just sent it to you and I said, here you go. And, and you're probably like, what? And you open it, it was just, somebody ring the Dinkster? No, yeah, we said that a lot for like anything. So it's like, hey, Matt, I got something to tell you. What? Somebody ring. <laughs> so I think, oh, Josh actually has something to say to me. Nope, just somebody, somebody ring the Dinkster. And so, but he kept going. He's like, make a nice addition to my theme park. And he like lasses him. <laughs> yeah. And, and then and his son comes up and he's like, here you go, Dad. Thanks, little Dink. Ding. Yeah. And then he brands him. He's got like a huge branding iron. And again, like the 3D popping out. Mm-hmm. And then, and then finally Romero shows yeah, up and he's Steve like, Buscemi someone call in a loon. And he's riding a flying pig. Yeah. Uh, it's Sporky. Right, yeah. yeah, from the and, second one. And so he gets his glasses, and of course and they're, they're like, broken. oh, sorry, Romero, this is the last pair, and they're broken like his. And, and he's like, they're perfect. He's like, charge, Sporky! And then he goes up, and then, so they all fight him, and, you know, it's all fine and whatever, and then. Well, because then they see the final big yeah, robot, like, which looks like Stallone. There's still one left, and then all the family members line up, like this fucking superhero like, yeah, poster, like, and the grandpa. The Avengers rolls. music starts playing. Do, do, yeah, do, do. And <laughs> the grandpa rolls up, and he's like. I'm going. He has jetpacks on his on his wheelchair. wheelchair. Oh my goodness! Yeah. What a movie! And so he goes up and then he talks to the toy maker and he's like, "You cost me my legs and, and like you know you did this and like I've never walked. I've missed walked on the beach with my wife. I, yeah, and I like, couldn't walk my daughter in her wedding. Yeah, and he's like, but I gave you back your legs in the game. I did that for you. And also he's wearing a hat now. And, and we never establish how he put him in the wheelchair. Just that something happened in the past. Yeah. It's never established what he did because lazy writing, lazy writing. Um, and so, yeah, and then he's like, all this time I wanted to forgive you or whatever he says. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Some weird closure to it. Um, right. Uh, yeah. And Stallone says something like, I'm sorry. But he, yeah. He forgives, but they both like, he forgives him. They, right. they all forgive each other. And they hit other. the button, like the self-destruct button, which, and then the whole thing collapses and clearly they would be dead. Right. Yeah. And then magically they're like on top of it and he like wheels out with Stallone like they're together. Yeah. Again. And he's like, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose. It's how you play the game. It's like, and then they all is like, does this even apply? Like what? And then they all put their hands in. It's like family. To family, to family, to family, to family. And then he's like, and break. Yeah. And that is Spy Kids Three. What a fantastic movie. So here's the thing. There's not a lot. Like, I feel like this movie is trying to say like 18 different things. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of those cases where Robert Rodriguez threw everything at the wall to see what stuck and nothing stuck. (laughs) It almost seems like he's because he's trying to do this thing about, you know, technology and, you know, video games and all of that. And that's more evident in like the first half and when they're playing the game yeah, but then at the end eventually it, about- it becomes not about the fact that he's trying to take over the world and like brainwash kids it just becomes as you said like let's get Carmen and oh no the toy maker's you know getting out of the game but then yeah and then at the end it has this whole family thing 
and it just it, which the first two movies hammered home really well and yeah this, and this one it feels shoehorned in like it really does like because he's like oh i forgot to make a spy kids movie uh family family at the end blah 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 but it doesn't yeah it does it's just like let's have one line in the beginning and then we'll have a callback but there's nothing throughout the movie that's really feels about no, family there's a no. plot about revenge and how revenge and violence don't solve anything but yeah because then at the end he's like they just talk it out and forgive each other but there's no context for anything so nothing feels like anything it just it just feels like such a waste of like everyone's time on this movie honestly if they went more with the idea of just like you know technology the problems with technology and being too connected and like you know things like that that would be cool they could do a lot with that with like at the end and like shutting the game down and having families come together or whatever that'd be cool but like it, no plot line or no real message is fully resolved or no. formed. Like, you can't just say everyone's your family just because. Like, you need to actually put some emotion somewhere. But nobody's in this movie. I think Rodriguez even said, like, he couldn't get, like, a lot of people, like, the actors, like, time because they're all busy. So, Antonio Banderas, Carla Cugino, uh, you know, Danny Trejo, they're all, they're all busy. And so, that's why they're only in, like, five minutes of the movie. Yeah. But yeah, so no. And so uh, yeah, there's no you can. Say you don't lines really about learn. Family, yeah, you don't really learn anything. From yeah, this movie. you don't. You don't gain anything. It's just at the end of the day, you're like, well, that was just a cheap cash yeah. grab trying to use uh-huh. 3D. It was again. I strongly believe it's not even a Spy Kids movie. It's it's not. It's just a yeah. It's just a video game 3D movie. It's, it's not. Yeah. There's nothing in there about like you know the f- cool undercover espionage mystery no, like which, whatever. That would have been a cool movie to go with, like him being like a like a gumshoe the whole time. Like that would have been cool. I love a good noir tale because the first two aren't really noir anyway. And to make a noir, if that went on longer, that would have been cool. Yeah, but like. Like a parody of it would have been funny, but instead, no, it's just a cheap video game movie. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but there's no, like, there's no mystery to it. At least the first one had, like, a fair amount of mystery. Right. You know? Yeah, like, they weren't, they didn't know their parents were spies at first, and they find out, and then they have to learn all the spy gadgets. And, uh, (laughs) I was just thinking of the line when they're in the, um, the submarine and it's like now flushing your poop <laughs> i love that line as a kid that's right um okay so to round all of this out i want to know because you know guilty pleasures have a way or cult films have a way of lasting you know uh lasting years after they're released or even getting popularity a long time after what do you think about this movie and i don't know if like more people how many more people feel about this movie the same way that we do i know a couple people that i met yeah. do but like what do you think about this movie that like will it stand the test of time as being a good guilty pleasure movie other than like to us or do you think like it could continue in this kind of like cult like status of just being like you gotta watch spy kids 3 i don't know if it's one of those ones that i would go out of my way like i all the time tell people to watch the happening because it's hilarious i don't know how often i say yeah you gotta watch spy kids 3d i think i more just marvel at the fact that when i saw this movie as a kid i loved it i thought it was like groundbreaking i thought it was the best thing ever i watched it a million times um I, I loved it so much and now looking back I go like what the fuck was I thinking like yeah. I liked that like really that's what I was into and I, again I feel bad I made my parents see it I feel bad I got it from rented it from Video King uh, and you know watched it over and over and over uh, I just it's such a weird relic of that time when nobody knew what 3d was nobody knew how to make a good 3d movie you know didn't even like until Avatar I don't think nobody knew how to properly use 3d yeah and yeah, it was such a new because I think that was like the first real 3D movie. I mean, there were like right. the IMAX 3D movies at like you know museums and stuff. But sure, like, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so this was it, yeah, it, it, this was the but this was the first big 3D movie that I remember. But yeah, this was it's just 
basically for the gimmick. I think the big thing for us is most of us, it's going to go on with our generation because of yeah, nostalgia. Exactly. And so we, you know, we were five when this came out. So it's, it's fun for us to watch and be like, what the hell were you thinking? Same yeah. thing with Strikeboy and Lava Girl. Same thing with other stuff from that era. Yeah. But yeah, I think that the happening is something special because I think, is it, I think anyone can enjoy that movie. Like yeah. <laughs> this really, one, I think you could try to make like, you know our parents watch this for the like sheer stupidity of it and they still would probably be bored with it whereas i think i could show my parents the happening and they too would think it's funny yeah or even something like i i don't know like it's I mean it's not like the room or, no no it's not that bad no. the or, not even that like, bad. or even like it's batman not forever that bad. Like, well no it, i mean even like batman forever i think is something you could just watch that, love and just that kind movie. Of, i do too <laughs> but like we could just sit down and just be like all right you know like but this is one thing where it's I think it's purely based on nostalgia. Like this was something that yeah. we all kind of remember seeing. And it was like, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like our Kennedy assassination, you know, or our, <laughs> our, our I don't know about that. Like but... our, our Star Wars. Everyone <laughs> knows. Comparing <laughs> Spike 3 to the Kennedy assassination. We all know where we were when we saw When that, Robert like... Rodriguez assassinated our childhood, <laughs> when he ruined Spy Kids. Like uh... we all know. You know, we all remember it in some form. I, di- yeah, like... I distinctly remember seeing this movie in theaters. It might have been one of the first movies I saw in theaters because I saw one and two just outside and then I saw three. And But yeah. I, I think that's where it's going to... And it will always... I'll, it'll live on in my heart yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'll for... always have a special place and just like, what the hell? Like, it, like I, maybe one day I'll show my kids and be like, this is what we thought was good. And they'll watch and they'll be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And I'll be like, I don't know, but you got better stuff now. Yeah. There's a lot of other guilty pleasures out there to watch and but this one will always be at the top of the list yeah it's got it's got a special place in my heart all right that's gonna do it for this episode of frankly i love movies thanks for doing another best of the worst i am always glad to do it always love doing these um thank you all for listening um if you have a comment or a suggestion or anything please uh leave it and i will uh, i love the feedback so anything helps subscribe to us on social media on facebook and twitter and you can check us out uh obviously on itunes and orionvalleyproductions.com and tune in in two weeks for another episode talking about a special movie with a special guest until then i'm josh wall and frankly i love movies